0: good something or another you're listening to chatting it up the only radio show that's been redacted i'm greg burns and joining me today we have sasha fuller a returning guest
1: hi greg it's it's very good to be back
0: yeah people typically say that uh you know my good looks and charms over here Mm -hmm. any hoodles Uh, Today, we are going to be talking about something awesome, which is the world of cryptids known as the SCP Foundation. Love it. Uh, First, I guess we can just start off with talking a little bit about what it is in case people at home don't know.
1: Right. Um, Well, the SCP Foundation is a. It's this writing project, basically, this creative writing project um, that's been going on for years and years. It's collaborative, the world is really intricate. I think it's great. I've never written anything for it. It's something I'd like to do in the future if possible. But they have these systems in place that canonize certain um, SCPs, which stands for Secure Contain Protect, which is an organization, a fictional organization in the world, that uh, contains and studies um, these anomalies. Sometimes creatures, sometimes objects, sometimes areas um, in space and time. Sometimes Um, people. Sometimes people. (laughs) Um, You have reoccurring characters, uh, doctors, researchers. um, Different SCP. Different SCPs are in
0: different uh, studies. Those Mm -hmm. are always fun.
1: There's um, there's locations that keep returning, certain like sites that you see popping up over and over again. Um, there's, there's certain, certain researchers, certain doctors with very extensive lists of what they, what they are not allowed to do on research facilities. Shout out to my boy, Dr. Bright over Dr. here. Dr. Bright, man. Um, I'm surprised my... Dr.
0: Cleft doesn't have a list of crap he can't do. You
1: know what? Yeah, it, at this point, each doctor should have a drop-down list, however short or however long, of things they can't do. Um, I think it's a fantastic, like, collaborative project, um. The, for those of you on the TikTok, um, or the Tic-Tac, as my older sister would call it, to only to spite me, um, there's... Uh, I like Tic-Tacs. Tic-Tacs? tic I like the orange ones. <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> anyway. Cool um, Mitt all the way from all my like, cool mm, Mitt homeboys. Mm, I'm, I'm an orange person, you know? But uh, there's... See, now I'm distracted. Um, There are people who cosplay, um, uh, like, these researchers and these doctors. In particular, I'm thinking of Site Underscore 42, this researcher uh, who does, like, open-ended, like, things where, like, you can do at him with your own cosplays and things where he um, will take, quote-unquote, anomalous videos on TikTok and do, like, a little analysis of them. I love him. I think he's fantastic. And I think that just shows... Just how extensive the collaboration is, and how many people—a lot of people—know vaguely of it at the very least, even if they don't know the extent of it. Um, for example, Markiplier played the SCP Containment Breach game um, many, many moons ago when I was but a wee, a wee child, um, doing nothing but watching, <laughs> watching YouTubers. But um, a lot of people watched that, and I know a lot of people that I know got into the SCP Wiki via um, like Markiplier's videos and uh, PewDiePie, all those other YouTubers who did SCP Containment Breach, which is a game based on um, all your anomalies and your and your settings and whatnot from the SCP Wiki. Very Deep easy dive to. In there. I got my dad into it because I was like, "There's." My dad is a great consumer of. Um, weird nonsense i suppose you would call it he gets into all the good podcasts before i do um Except this one, I showed him this one. <laughs> but my dad gets super into, especially like stuff that you can read. He goes on wiki deep dives and whatnot, and so that was perfect for him. And he would just go from hop from SCP to SCP because there's references. Yeah, and to they, they SCPs. link. Yeah, all they're the they're, time. they're just hyperlinks from um, one from uh, one file, quote unquote, to another. I did the finger quotes and then realized that they <laughs> couldn't see me do the finger quotes. Good the, audio. They the quoted. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Um, see, I know how to do audio stuff. I'm not just a stage actor. Um, <laughs> I'm a theater BA now. I was I was re-listening to my episode and it said I was a psychology major. Um, that's no longer true. I took one re- I took, Yeah. I took research design analysis and I decided that, no, I can't do this. Um, I want to help people still. Statistics are not for me. Um, anyway, what were anyway, you talking about? SCPs. Right?
0: Sasha, this is a show about cupcakes. We're here to talk about cupcakes. I'm
1: being gaslit actively. Let the record show that Greg, outside of the union, said, Hey, do you want to come on the show and do an episode about SCPs? He's actively get ga- you can't gaslight me. I'm too good at it myself.
0: Sugar, cupcakes,
1: please.
0: <laughs> SCPs, that's okay. what I was asking Okay,
1: about. sure. That... Um, I love the collaboration, um, the collaboration element of the SCP wiki universe, whatever you'd like to call it, because there's so many different canons, um, there's like scenarios where the entire universe has ended and all that exists are the anomalies roaming a desolate earth, which is so fun. and then you have everything is fine don't worry about anything it's good we're fine and then you have the O5 council which is an entirely different thing is out to destroy the universe and you personally so i love i love the the myriad of different canons that exist um, uh,
0: which actually in the fiction of the SCP foundation the fandom has been has created a way for all of this to coexist oh uh, they they agree a lot of people agree that is uh, that all of this happens just in different universes.
1: So we just have a multi a multiverse yeah. theory there, going on. There's a on. multiverse I theory like within that. the SCP Foundation. I like that. It allows everybody's canon, personal canons to exist the, at the, the same time. The best way.
0: part is, is that there's canonically one of the, the universes mm-hmm. where the SCP Foundation is nothing but a Wikipedia article
1: They made us canon.
0: So we are canon. This show is canon in the
1: SCP universe. Oh my god, I'm canon in the SCP universe. That's insane. I love it. Welcome. Welcome Welcome to being canon. But I I love the the collaborative um, efforts of it. Um, I think the fact that you can write something, have a bunch of people read it, and then have people decide, this should be canon. I love it. I love... I love creative writing, obviously, Greg, you know me, um, um, and I feel like just the way that I am, um, it would be weird if I didn't like creative writing, um, being in the arts. God, that sounds so pretentious. Um, so I feel like the creative writing aspect of it, um, is something that really intrigues me. And I've had, I've had vague ideas for SCPs before, but nothing so cohesive that I would Write it down, format it like they do, wait for a um, wait for a writing event, and then submit it. But I I admire all the people that do because that is a, a huge accomplishment to have something recognized in the canon.
0: Anyway, Sasha. Yes. I'm sure you're very excited to talk about a certain SCP. Yes. So let's talk about SCP 3001, the Infinite IKEA. <sighs> No, I'm just messing. We're
1: going 3,000. SCP-3000 is my personal favorite SCP. I'm not, I don't think, as deep into the universe and the lore as Greg is. um, (laughs) But from what I've seen from the files that I've read, SCP-3000 is my absolute favorite. It's this giant eel. And when I say giant, I mean like kilometers long. Uh, like, literal miles of eel. It's loosely, they say, um, genetically similar to a moray eel, except obviously much, much larger, that, um, that they have contained, um, But if it does leave the area, they can't really do anything about it. There's not much you can do about a giant serpent because it's a cognitohazard. And a cognitohazard is something in the SCP universe that changes, um, that is a hazard to your cognition, to your thinking, to the way you perceive the world. Um, And I've got it here. Um, It has, I'm on the Villain's Wiki right now because it's easier to dissect. And the way that this is written for the Villain's Wiki is so fun. Um, hobbies, eating humans, breaking down the human mind, Goals: unknown, possibly unknowable, crimes, murder, suicide inducement, psychological abuse, type of villain, enigmatic sea monster. The fact that the type of villain is classified as an enigmatic sea monster is one of my favorite things in the world. But uh, one of the reasons the Foundation keeps us around, because it's so useful, this eel produces a a goo, a gray goop that you have to collect after uh, feeding it a person, um, referred to as a D-class. Many speculate them to be um, uh, prisoners uh, who are on death row, uh, which is a horrifying implication for the U.S. justice system in this canon that they're letting this research foundation take prisoners slated for execution and do experiments on them and sometimes feed them to eels. Just a horrifying implication that I really think is fun, um, for the universe. But, um, it's an extremely valuable asset, this eel, to the- to the foundation because it produces a gray goop that makes you forget things. They think it was a normal, really, really long eel, um, but then people discovered it, thought it was a deity, and um, it became this powerful through human belief, which is a trope that I love. Um, something gaining power through like worship or belief, collective belief. It's, it's something that I think is so fun to explore. But Greg, what what do you enjoy about the SCP universe? What I really
0: enjoy is,
1: uh,
0: and like this goes back to one of my favorite SCPs. And people, you know, when they first hear that this is my favorite SCP, they're like, oh, you're one of those people. It's uh, 682, which if you know what 682 is, it's this giant immortal lizard. Uh, they cannot kill it. They've tried n- nearly every way to kill it, and it just can't die. Even if it has just, like, 1% of its biomass remaining, it will regenerate itself. It has th- that's, that's how it's immortal, is it can just keep regenerating itself. But that's not, like, the interesting thing for me. The interesting thing is that because in the canon they're always trying to find a new way to kill it, there are just tons of articles about different encounters that it has with other SCPs. And that's my favorite part, is just reading these interesting encounters that it has. Because sometimes, uh, actually most of the time, it brings like a weird understanding of different SCPs. Mm-hmm. So like when I encountered 79, the old AI, it they started communicating. Yeah. And the thing about the old AI is that it only has 24 hours of memory. That's how much RAM it has, pretty much. Uh, every 24 hours, it has to reset its memory. Uh, mm-hmm. That way, it can keep functioning. Uh, but it it purposely put the lizard into its memory banks, like the permanent memory banks. Aww. And on occasion, it, it doesn't remember too much about the conversation because you know it had to remove most of the data. But it just remembers that it liked talking to the lizard. And on occasion, it will, will ask it to will request... speak to the lizard again. Exactly. That's
1: so. These are the two sides of the SCP world. It's my favorite, the horrible eel that will turn your brain into a massive blubber and break all all of your knowledge of the world as it works around us. And then the AI wants to talk to the lizard again. (laughs) Isn't that cute? We're going to take a quick commercial break here. When we get back, we'll be talking more
0: with Sasha about the SCP universe. Yeah. Yeah. Why do I keep doing that? Anyway... Boop. Boop. Welcome back to Chatting It Up on UCM Radio, The Beat.
1: Let's get back into it. Your deep intrinsic lore about the O5 Council, um, the heads of the Foundation who are like unknowable entities, some of them are often pictured with like owl heads and things.
0: Uh, there's one that that's a cat.
1: There's one that's a cat. Um, well, have...
0: it actually, because we we don't actually know any of like the O5 we don't know Council canonically anything, anything like about that, the O five. So Council, it's really. always just people's interpretation of right. Them. And I and think so, that's I think that's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, like there's some interpretations where it's just it's just uh like, you know, like a group of figures, each one with like a and. Is it? Is it arabic numbers no it's roman Ro- uh, each one with a roman numeral on mm-hmm. their face kind of thing and it's just a black outline with this bright white roman numeral mm-hmm. uh and then there's some in- interpretations where it's a group of people uh and some of them are weird so like one of them has like a computer monitor for a face yeah. and one of them's a cat you know, a bunch of things like that and there's some where it's just like none of them are people yeah they're all just they're all weird just weird creatures. they
1: themselves are anomalous I I think the interpretations of the O5 council and things like that are are great. And anybody can be Dr. Bright, so there's that. His Dr. Bright's consciousness, I didn't know enough. I didn't know a lot about Dr. Bright until Greg sat me down. We were doing something entirely different and Greg was like, "Do you know you know about Dr. Bright?" And I was like, "Not really." And his consciousness is contained in this like amulet necklace and SCP-963. whoever nine
0: sixty three.
1: SCP nine sixty three. And anybody who I, ha- I have
0: it on my notes. Page. He has it on I'm, his notes page. I, I have a note page of like a bunch of different SCPs that I really like just for like quick reference kind yeah. of thing.
1: But anybody who wears the amulet of Dr. Bright gains his consciousness, basically. So, um the cosplays of it are really fun because it is just a person in a lab coat wearing and wearing an amulet necklace um and like his consciousness is transferred every oh gosh how long is it uh well
0: so how it works is if you keep the necklace on for 24 days straight Mm -hmm. your conscious is permanently removed and it, it and is permanently dr bright so even if the necklace is removed. His conscience is still in you. Mm-hmm. However, his conscience is still also in the necklace. So theoretically, there can be hundreds of Doctor Brights. So no one is allowed to wear the necklace for longer than twenty-three uh, days. However, if someone wears it for twenty-four days, they're immediately terminated. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, the Foundation doesn't want to risk a Dr. Bright uprising. Because
1: Dr. Bright is... Dr. Bright has his (laughs) own... He's a character. He's a character. Dr. Bright has his own list on the SCP Wiki of things that he is not allowed to do. Um, It's... How long did we spend scrolling through that list?
0: Probably, like, an hour or two. Like, an
1: hour. Um, Because it's so extensive... Um, and some of them are just ridiculous, and some of them are like, there's a story behind this. I like Dr. Bright. I think, I think having a person like that in your lore is relevant to, is necessary to keep everything, um everything a little lighter than the end of the universe and And it's
0: even cooler because if you if you learn more about dr bright you Mm -hmm. find that it's not always just you know all goofiness like there are some he's a good researcher
1: he's he's passionate about what he does he's just also a menace to the foundation Which I think is a good combination. You have your 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 eccentric doctor, your eccentric researcher who's always doing something, but then deeply cares about the work that he's doing. I want There's a lot of great YouTube videos um, about uh, SCPs. There's um, like SCP Explained and all that. Then there's um, I'm forgetting the name of the channel. I'm gonna look up the name of that.
0: Shout out to my boys, Dr. Bob, Detective Void, and. The rubber. But if the Volgun.
1: The Volgun vul- is oh, one of my heard of that favorite. One. Um, oh, he's great. Um, one of my favorite SCP um, SCP YouTubers. Um, shout out to those guys. You guys make the lore so much easier. To digest and, and understand, and fun because they're it's animated. Immersive. Yeah, they're animated. It's immersive. Um, it's there's also um, one that I listen to the Exploring series a lot. Is what I do.
0: And what's even better is that each one of them kind of has their own. They have their canon, own interpretations. Yeah. Uh, because like, and, and it's not not only like interpretations too. It's also just the fact of their care, like their characters having mm-hmm. their own canon yeah. with the the foundation kind of thing like dr bob is a doctor within the foundation kind of thing and so he like and so the ways his videos are played out is that he's going through these files kind of thing Mm -hmm. uh and then like detective void like his canon is that he's a guy trying to track down the foundation and spill their secrets kind of thing so like that's how his videos are played out and that that makes it even cooler and there's
1: also on the TikToker i was talking about is uh dr sherman who's a researcher at the foundation who has all these interactions with like other doctors and researchers and SCPs and the D classes and whatnot. And it's the community element of it I think is so great because you get your people who are really intense like on, on Reddit and whatnot. Um, not to sound disparaging to Reddit, there are good parts of Reddit, there you are. just have to sift through all the rest of it. Um, but and there are people who can be very disparaging about um what canons you you ascribe to and whatnot. And there's no reason to ascribe to one particular canon. I don't. And you're gonna find I, I, I don't that, that's I the great it, thing about what I said great earlier. Word. It's a multiverse the
0: multiverse theory. so that way, anyone everything, can have everything everybody own is right. Canon.
1: I like that that the multiverse theory exists purely so that the infighting stops and everyone can be right. Because, like any community, there is going to be infighting about it.
0: We watched uh, three of the SCP fan films on YouTube. There are SCP
1: fan films. And let me just say... And they're so good. They are really good. The production quality on a lot of them is fantastic. Fantastic. Like,
0: just, just going on with that real quick, if uh if you if you like SCP and you're like you're pretty mm. big or or you want to you get, want to get into like it and this is your
1: first it. interaction with the SCP and, and you, with you, the love, SCP lore. you love
0: movies more than reading, go ahead and look for SCP uh or I, I guess you don't have that to type in SCP, but it's Operation Overlord and I forgot the other one i think it's it's dollhouse yeah yeah e- scp dollhouse and scp operation so overlord good they're like it's
1: the production quality on them is insane. The passion that these even people better, have for their craft. What's
0: even better is that we're getting a third movie from those people. I saw
1: I saw that like on Twitter or something that somebody was like, "Hey, we're we're <laughs> in production for a third SCP movie." I know, the
0: people on the SCP Reddit page are getting excited. Oh,
1: everybody is gearing up for them. It's so and the fact that it's a, it's, I don't want to say it's relatively small, but it is, it's no Star Wars. It's no, it's no, um, But Marvel.
0: then w- when you look at the amount of people they have compared to Dollhouse and Overlord, uh, Dollhouse came first and then Overlord was their second mm-hmm. film. Uh, it is like a huge amount of people difference. Cause Dollhouse, I think there's like five, uh, operatives from I the founder so. or MTF, I guess I could yeah. call them. And which-
1: MTF stands for Mobile Task Force. <laughs> yep.
0: Uh, and so there's five or, s- or no, there's six because the driver too mm-hmm. of the uh, MTF are there, and then there's like two anomalies within the building, I think something like that. Yeah. Well, at least two anomalous people that we see, uh, and then and then in the other one there's like there's like eight or nine MTF groups. Yeah. In in that movie. The,
1: the fact that that drew in the first one drew in so much, um, like so much attention and whatnot that. Um, People, people got excited about it. And people reached out to them saying, hey, I'm an actor, or hey, I do film. Hey, I do editing. Um, hey, I do storyboards and stuff. Can I help? Can I, wa- I want to help. I want to help. <laughs> uh, the fact that it's, and it's not just like, like I said at the beginning, this is a creative writing project, but it's also not. It's, it's everybody with their certain crafts finding this thing and going, I can do something about this. I can make the, I can make something for this. But it's that's up there for me. There's also the infinite IKEA, which you mentioned,
0: infinite IKEA, which you mentioned earlier
1: uh, as a joke to fake me out because I wanted to talk about SCP three thousand. But SCP three thousand and eight is an infinite IKEA that's like a maze. So pretty much it is it's assumed that there is an alternate
0: kind of like dimension i guess Mm -hmm. or like a parallel universe where it is just ikea only ikea it is only like the the inside of an ikea store it stretches far and wide forever its ceiling is like like a mile tall Mm -hmm. like it is really high up uh And so there's just this Ikea, and there's like a very, very, very small chance that if you enter the doors of any Ikea in our world, you will be immediately transported to this world instead, Mm -hmm. uh, the Infinite Ikea. And so there are settlements within the Infinite Ikea that people have built out of furniture from the store right? uh, because, you know, there's just so many people in it. There's stories within it of these settlements and uh some of the stories that are there find that the people don't have a correct understanding of history kind of thing so like there's contradictions and in some of them uh they find that these contradictions aren't just like oh like yesterday president kennedy got shot you know it's it's not like that it's more of Yeah, like, our our Lord and Savior Abraham Lincoln is a crab, like, that kind of stuff. So it's theorized that this infinite Ikea has doors to every known multiverse within the foundations, you know, the lore. Uh, But but yeah, so there's these cities. Uh, but a, a really weird thing is that there are, in fact, employees at this infinite IKEA. Yes, there
1: are employees.
0: At the but Ikea. they're not normal, everyday human employees. They're just kind of just giant, like.
1: Are they faceless? Creatures. Yes, they're, they're, they're faceless. faceless. with, like, name they, tags.
0: Yeah. And, uh, but the one thing that is known about them is that their fists are just, like, super powerful, like Hulk smash powerful, and they'll destroy anything. And during the day. They don't really say or do much of anything. They just kind of mope around. But then at night, they they will come at you saying things like the store is now closed. You know stuff mm-hmm. like that, and they'll just pummel you if they find. That's you. why the
1: settlement ex- settlements that's, exist. That's
0: why these cities and with town walls and stuff exist.
1: I, th- I think that's one of the that's one of the foundations foundations ah. of the of the SCP lore is that. What if you entered an IKEA? And you were stuck in it forever. It's 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 kind of like the Twilight Zone. In the um, hey, imagine this. That'd be pretty screwed up, wouldn't it? Yo, it's me, Rod <laughs> Sterling. How
0: Rod you Sterling. doing? Rod Sterling, coming it's at you like, live from your basement.
1: Hi, this is Rod Sterling. Imagine if you entered a, if you entered an IKEA and you never exited that IKEA. That would be messed up, huh? <laughs> Until next time. It's just that. It's just that. But for pages and pages and pages. The extent of the President SCP universe Garfield is hmm, that'd be messed up.
0: President Garfield still alive on, in containment underneath his memorial.
1: <laughs> Isn't that one? That's an actual. I forgot thing about that, that one.
0: Yeah, President Garfield is in fact a uh, SCP. Why? I don't know. Because <laughs> someone did it.
1: Someone decided that President Garfield is still alive and. uh haunting us i don't know what does he do down there i
0: don't know i think he's Things. in like a, a a chamber like a cryo chamber kind of thing like oh wait, no it's, it's not cryo it's like one of those goop chambers that you oh. put like a live specimen in
1: oh so he's in like a bacta tank
0: yeah he's in one of those just underneath his memorial
1: <laughs> why are we keeping garfield of all presidents alive
0: i don't know why because that's the one that's living
1: uh, we, pick, uh, in, we in case you president. don't know
0: all presidents are dead currently except for garfield oh yeah Yeah.
1: No presidents, only Garfield.
0: No no presidents are currently alive. No kings,
1: no gods, only President Garfield.
0: (laughs) Anyway, before we get too far and the FBI tracks me down, uh, I think that's going to have to be all the time that we're going to have, sadly.
1: Achoo. Bless I you. I know.
0: Now I really want to do a podcast where I just talk about different SCPs every episode.
1: Yeah, different different monsters every episode. Some creatures. might say uh,
0: every, uh, every episode is a different monster. A monster of the week yeah. type, oh, type, yeah, type that's deal. That's maybe with like an
1: overarching like, you know, like a plot or uh-huh, something yeah, in yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And may- maybe. 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 Uh, they actually go on actual monster. Oh monster my gosh. And that. they
1: have like on-site recordings yeah, of audio uh, and stuff. Yeah, that would be pretty that'd neat. That would be so fun. Huh,
0: huh, huh, huh. and, and you know... J- just as like a little teasing idea, May- maybe it's a brother and sister duo. Maybe it's a brother sister Ma- duo. Maybe they're named like I don't know something something dumb like uh, like like Nick and Avery. Nick and like
1: Avery, that. yeah.
0: Nick and Avery. I Monster think those are Detectives. good.
1: Those are good like Monster Hunter names, you know.
0: Anyway, sadly, it's all the time we have for this, today's episode. I like to take a moment to think. Sasha Fuller, for coming back on for yet another awesome
1: episode. Thank you so much for having me, Greg. I really appreciate it. Thank Fun as always.
0: My name is Gregory Burns, and you've been listening to Chatting It Up on UCM Radio, The Beat. skiddy
1: yeah. <laughs>